0: This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 418, Comic Talk, solicitations from Marvel and DC for January 2017. Welcome to the Comic Shenanigans Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Chapman, and this is episode 418. It's a Comic Talk episode where we look at the solicitations for upcoming comics to come out in January 2017. Uh, I have not done one of these solicitations episodes in a long time, but thought I'd, you know, just do it do it once in a while. Uh, so I thought I'd come back to the format. It's been, I think, almost two years since I've done an episode, uh, looking at solicits like this. Uh, I'll be honest. Originally, we were having a conversation episode that was scheduled for this week, but, uh, due to health reasons on my end, uh, that episode ended up having to get rescheduled, but, uh, the show must go on. So decided that the solicitations would be a nice, uh, change of pace, uh, for the, uh, for the, um, the podcast, uh, that conversation was going to be with Fred Van Lente. Uh, that will go up uh, at some point. We're rescheduling for sometime in November, so we will get a chance to talk with Fred. Uh, upcoming episodes in the next month and a half include episodes with Dan Juergens, uh, hopefully John Red Thomas, to come back to the podcast to talk about the uh, Marvel Epic Collections, uh, the aforementioned Fred Van Lente, uh, Eric Larson is going to be doing an episode, so there is a lot of good stuff coming up down the line, but uh, at the moment, uh, unfortunately due to the health reasons, uh, there was. Was a bit of a postponement this time, so this is not the episode you were expecting or hoping for. Wah-wah. So let's move on to solicitations. Uh, so, I actually haven't, as I said, I haven't done this in a long time. And to be honest, I haven't even looked at January solicit. So, this was, I thought, uh, a good time to kind of first reactions uh, instead of me being, you know, kind of already knowing what I'm about to see. Uh, instead, I'm uh, not in any way expecting what I'm about to see. Um, so, like I used to do, um, I have the Newsarama links to the, uh, co- the solicitations. First, I go through DC. Uh, it's just going to be a nice, quick, breezy episode, just kind of breezing through, looking at some of the highlights and lowlights. Um, it, from my perspective, anyway, it's all my opinion. Uh, take from that as you will. And uh, and then we'll uh, wrap up the episode and we'll see you in a couple days for the next review episode. So, first up, we got uh, The Commandy Challenge by Dan Abnett and Dan Didio. I think I did hear this described uh, that this is each issue will end with an unimaginable cliffhanger and it's up to the next creative team to resolve it before creating their own. It's a challenge worthy of the king himself. Um, which is kind of cool, and apparently they're going to have 14 teams of writers and artists. Uh, that's kind of amazing. This first issue is by Dan Abnett and Dan DiDio on writing with Dale Eaglesham, Keith Giffen, and Scott Koblish on art. Um, I think I might pick this up. It looks like it's big issues, uh, 40 page, four ninety nine. but, um, it sounds like it's going to be something that's going to be fun, there's going to be 12 issues, um, it's going to be a little bit crazy. Commandy's kind of like one of those weird characters that I don't think anyone is necessarily beholden to a, a certain continuity for Commandy. I mean, to be honest, the all I know of Commandy I think it's from his appearances in Crisis and in Infinite Earths anyway, so I'm already, like, 30 years out of date. Um, I think this is actually a really cool concept, and I think it'll be fun, um... So I'm glad that DC's trying stuff like this. Then we have uh, kind of the safe bets. Uh, we have Joshua Williamson's uh, Justice League versus Suicide Squad issues 3, 4, 5, and 6. Um, by uh, him and uh, rotating artists. We've got uh, Jesus Marino and Andy Owens, uh, Fernando Pasarin, Robinson Roca, and Howard Porter. I'm actually big fans of most of those artists, so actually all of them. So I'm actually more excited for this than I initially think I was. Um, it is a six-issue miniseries. Uh, we've got the obligatory tie-ins. We've got two issues of Suicide Squad, uh, which are ties in to, tie-ins to Justice League versus Suicide Squad, uh, written by Rob Williams and artwork by Riley Rossmo and Giuseppe Cafaro, uh, respectively. One of them is a tie-in. One of them is an epilogue. Uh, we've got issues of Justice League, which are also tying in. Um, uh, actually I think they're yeah, just regular tie-ins. It uh, doesn't say they're um, epilogues in any way. Both written by Tim Seeley I work by Christian Duce and Carlos Danda. I don't know the creative teams in terms of the right uh the artists. The Tim Seeley I know, but um you know, Wise and Brian Hitch writing it um where are these other artists coming from it's the only bad thing one of the negatives that can come out of a system where you're doing um double shipping is that you don't have regular artists and then you end up with kind of odd or filled fill-ins and are these going to feel like fill-ins are these going to be regular kind of new ongoing artists i don't know uh there's two kind of rebirth titles which is kind of crazy because it feels like it's so late in the game um but apparently it's, it's they're both going to... Actually, I think there's three of them. Or four of them? There's four of them. Sorry, oh my god. So we're getting four new Rebirth one-shots all spinning out of Justice League vs. Suicide Squad. There's the Adam They're all called Justice League of America, colon. I'm not going to repeat that each time. So, colon, the Adam Rebirth by Steve Orlando and Annie McDonald. I like Annie McDonald's artwork. Steve Orlando... I don't know much about him except for he wrote um, the Night of the Monster storyline that just happened over at DC. Um, I'm a little surprised that... It's taken this long to get an Atom book, considering that he was um, one of the stories that was kind of launched in the DC Rebirth uh, one-shot. Um, so now we're finally kind of getting something about this, which is a one-shot that's happening in January. We have uh, Vixen having her own... Uh, uh Rebirth one-shot, which is, again, apparently spinning out of Justice League versus Suicide Squad. Uh, We have one for The Ray. Um, It looks like they're all written by Steve Orlando with different artists. Um, Jamal Campbell on the Vixen one, uh, Stephen Byrne on The Ray, who I don't know, and uh, Killer Frost has artwork by Mirka Andolfo. Um, so that should be interesting. It's interesting that Steve Orlando is writing all of them, although he's co-writing the the last one I just mentioned. Uh, Action Comics nine seventy one will be with Dan Jurgens, who's actually going to be on the show next week. Um, and artwork by Steven Segovia and Art uh, and They're the artistic team on both nine seventy one and nine seventy two, which is the um, I guess the parts five and six of the Men of Steel storyline. Uh, I've been a huge fan of this since uh, got rebirthed if that's a verb. Um, but I'm excited to read more, and Dan Jurgens is just killing it. Uh, All-Star Batman number six. Uh, we have Batman confronting Mr. Freeze. I was not a huge fan, uh, or haven't been a huge fan, of the first arc thus far. Interested to see what Snyder does with Jock, though. Uh, Aquaman continues the Deluge storyline with parts three and four, breeding to its conclusion. That's by Dan Abner and Philip Philippe Brions. Uh, Batman Beyond has just one issue by Dan Jurgens and Bernard, Bernard Chang. Uh, I've been digging this uh, in very, to different degrees of digging this, if that's even a concept. Um, but I, I, I'm excited to kind of see what uh, Dan is able to do with Terry now that we don't have Tim anymore. Uh, Batgirl by Hope Larson and Christian Wild Goose. Uh Son of Penguin Part 1. B- Babs is back in Burnside. Um, we'll see. I, I'm interested to see what how the the first arc will conclude and what that'll mean for her going forward. Uh, Backroll and the B- Birds of Prey by Julie Benson and Shauna Benson uh, as we see the end of the Who is Oracle storyline. Um, I've been digging it. It's, it's a weird book because it's obviously trying to recapture a certain type of magic which does not really exist in this new continuity because um, there is no shared history with Helena and the rest of the Birds of Prey and uh, Backroll and... Uh, uh, black canary have very different kind of styles as well from what they used to be it's a weird book but i'm i'm I'm, i I do enjoy it it's just it's trying to capture something that i don't know if it can because of the characters because of the way that those characters are now built uh we have batman uh, issues 14 and 15 by tom king one of those by stephanie hans and the other one by uh, mitch garrods i'm more excited about the latter just because i really love mitch garrod's artwork uh, and I don't know Stephanie Hans as well. Um, we got the "I Am Suicide" epilogue, uh, which with, with Batman and Catwoman, and then we have uh, the beginning of Streets and Swamps. Uh, swamp Thing comes to Gotham City. That I'm excited to see. And it calls them longtime allies, but I don't know. Like, have we seen anything to support that that's actually true? Uh, new issue of Blue Beetle by Keith Giffen and Scott Collins, who was recently on the show. Uh, I've been digging this book. I think it's got a lot of. It's vibrant. It's got a lot of energy and excitement. Uh, Cyborg, I've actually been enjoying this John Semper Jr. is definitely um, delivering part of what he talked about on this very podcast uh, a couple months ago uh, with regards to you know writing Cyborg and what he was looking forward to doing and how he wanted to kind of push things and I think it definitely gets there Uh, Deathstroke has been a really, really good book. Christopher Priest is doing a fantastic job. Carrie Nord's on art for issue 10, and then Dennis Cowan and Bill Sienkiewicz on episode, sorry, episode, issue 11, which should be interesting. Uh, New issues of Detective Comics. It looks like we've got uh, two issues, um, written by James Tinney IV and Marguerite Bennett. It looks like the artwork is by Ben Oliver. I'm not a huge fan of Ben Oliver's artwork. It's called Batwoman Begins, Um, parts 1 and 2 which is an interlude that spotlights team leader Batwoman Um, so that will be interesting to see Um, and I have been enjoying the writing I just I don't like Ben Oliver's art it doesn't make me excited for this issue uh, Joshua Williamson is writing two issues of The Flash as Carmine G. Domenico returns, as we have uh, Rogues Reloaded Part 1 and 2. I'm um, excited to see the return of the Rogues to this book and how they're going to impact um, Barry Allen's story. Uh, two issues of Green Arrow by Benjamin Percy and Peter Ruin, Um as we have Emerald Outlaw Parts 3 and 4. Uh, Green Lanterns can, has the conclusion of the Phantom Lantern, And then begins a a new story called Ghost of the Past, which sounds like it's a done-in-one. That'll be in issues 14 and 15. Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps, we have uh, part 5 of Bottled Light, and then the beginning of a new story called Heroes. Uh, Harley Quinn has two issues. I'm so shocked that it continues to sell as bonkers as it does, just because it's never really grabbed me enough. Uh, We've got issues of Hellblazer, New Superman, uh, Nightwing with its double double shipping by Tim Seeley and Marcus Toe as we now have uh, Dick in Bloodhaven. Um, I'm cautiously optimistic about this, just because you know Bloodhaven was a it's a touchpoint for the character because of how great the Chuck Dixon series was in Bloodhaven. And but at every time they've tried to kind of go back to it since that initial kind of run, it's never quite felt like it's worked. So I'm interested to see if they're going to be able to make it work here. Um, Red Hood and the Outlaws by Lobdell and Soy. I'm actually really behind on this, but I've heard it's actually kind of bizarre and, and fun at the same time. I'm also really behind on Supergirl, which has its fifth issue here, again by Steve Orlando. Uh, Superman by Peter J. Tomasi and Patrick Leeson has been fantastic. I work by Ivan Reyes and Joe Prado on issue 14, and then Doug Monk on issue 15. So that's a great uh, you know artistic team, as we have uh, the, a new storyline called Multiplicity, um, which it says, uh, the new Superman of China has been taken, the Red Sun Superman of Earth-30 has been beaten, and who knows what's happened to Sunshine Superman. Someone is collecting Superman across the universe, sorry, the multiverse. This looks like a job for our as he is joined by Justice Incarnate in this multi-Earth epic. I'm really pumped for that. That just sounds fun and exciting. Uh, we have one issue of Superwoman coming out by Jimenez, or Jimenez, I should say. Um, he's been doing such a great job with this book thus far, and I'm excited to read the sixth chapter of Who Killed Superwoman, which is apparently the second-last chapter the, of the storyline. Uh, new issues of Teen Titans, which I don't think it's started yet, or if it has, I haven't had a chance to read it yet. Uh, new issues of Titans, Trinity, Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman. Um, there's the... the what is, it, what is this imprint called? The Young Animal? I, I can't even remember. It's Cave Carson has a cybernetic eye, Doom Patrol, uh, Mother Panic, Shade the Changing Girl... Um, and then we have some weird, the weird fun stuff, like Batman 66 meets Wonder Woman 77, number one. Justice League Power Rangers, number one. Now we know that Tom Taylor is going to be the one writing this, with our work by Stephen Byrne. Uh, Odyssey of the Amazons by Kevin Grew, or sorry, Grievu, and Ryan Benjamin. Uh, the Fallen Rise of Captain Atom. It seems like we're getting a lot of these kind of odd miniseries like this that are kind of popping up out of nowhere we got Gotham Academy, Second Semester, issue number five. Uh, Death of Hawkman, one of those aforementioned weird miniseries that just come out. Um, He-Man and the Thundercats, Injustice Grand Zero, Earth 2 is still pumping along somehow. Um, Or or should I say Earth 2 Society. Uh, Midnighter and Apollo, Raven, Six Pack and Dogwelder, Hard Traveling Heroes number six by Garth Ennis and Russ Braun, uh, Vigilante Southland by Gary Phillips and Elena Casagrande, uh, Suicide Squad, Most Wanted, El Diablo, and Amanda Waller, number six. I've uh, got Flintstones, which I've actually been enjoying, even though it's definitely not like the Flintstones I expected, but it's interesting. Uh, Future Quest, Scooby Apocalypse, Superpowers, Scooby Doo, Where Are You, Scooby Doo Team Up, etc. Uh, trade paperback wise, it's a, just a ton of rebirth stuff. As We got the first uh, trade of the Detective Comics rebirth books, Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps, uh, Action Comics, uh, Wonder Woman, The Lies um batman night of the monster man in a nice big hardcover there's a batgirl a celebration of 50 years with a marquis mark and cover um there's a batgirl in adult coloring book trade paperback uh, there's uh, i always like the older stuff like the batman the golden age omnibus volume three batman the golden age volume two trade paperback um batman beyond volume three batman nightfall omnibus volume one uh, I'm excited to see what's actually in here because it says 848 pages, which seems actually a little short for something that big. And when you look at like stuff like the Amazon listing, it lists everything that would take like two to three out of buses to cover. So I'm really curious what's actually going to be in here. Uh, there's Batman and the Outsiders Volume 1 Hardcover by uh, Mike W. Barr and Marv Wolfman collecting the Batman and the Outsiders book from the 80s. Uh, Cosmic Odyssey by Jim Sterling in a deluxe edition. Um, Earth 2 has its sixth trade paperback, um, which is, I guess, still ending the previous version before Convergence. Uh, Justice League Gods and Monsters trade paperback. Harley Quinn and her Gang of Harleys trade paperback. Injustice Gods Among Us year five volume one trade paperback. That's a lot of names. Uh, As well as the year five volume two hardcover. Uh, Green Lantern Volume 8 Reflections as we're not done covering the pre-rebirth era, which even includes rebirth number one, which bugs me, because I feel like that should just be in the Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps book, but I don't believe it actually is, which just feels like an odd decision, because why wouldn't, like, if you're relaunching everything... Oh, wait. How Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps Rebirth does take place in its own trade paperback. So it's in two trades, basically, which is interesting. I guess if you're just kind of ending out your Green Lantern run from before, you don't miss out on this book. And if you're just starting the Rebirth era, you're not missing out either. It's kind of interesting. Um, talk about, uh, there's a bunch of, like, I'm going to call them lame-ducked collections, because like, it just feels like they really don't matter anymore. Like, Robin War, I, I think everything that was maybe interesting about that is all over and all those books have kind of concluded. Uh Robin's son of Batman Volume Two, Dawn of the Demons, same type of thing. Uh we continue the legacy collections of the new Teen Titans. It's volume six, uh, about the 80 series as it collects Teen Titans, new Teen Titans, thirty five to forty one, as well as Batman and the Outsiders issue number five. Uh they can the D C continues to collect in larger collections like 12-issue, or in this case, 14-issue, no, 15-issue collections, the Superman-Batman series that was originally started by Jeff Loeb. At this point, it was written by Michael Green, Mike Johnson, Dan Abnett, Andy Lanning, and Len Wein, uh, all contributing issues in this, you know, as I said, um, 15-issue book. It's a big tree paperback, 408 pages, uh, Etc. There's more Wonder Woman, Teen Titans, New Fifty Two trade paperbacks ending of over those titles. There's a a compilation book, Wonder Woman Her Greatest Battles trade paperback. Um, We got the first trades of Future Quest, Scooby Apocalypse. Uh, We got a Commandy Challenge Special Number One, which uh, collects the Commandy Number Thirty Two, which is a sixty-four page uh, series. Um, And apparently, the map of Earth in here uh, inspires the Commandy Challenge that we mentioned at the beginning etc. And there's a few other kind of odds and ends, like The Absolute Preacher, um, Volume 2, etc. So, that is DC. Tons of product. Uh, tons of rebirth. A lot of it's just, you know, the same. It's just the double ship, so there's so much content, but a lot of it's just these is- these books having two issues. And then we flip over to Marvel Comics 20, uh, January 2017 solic- solicitations. We have Unleashed Number 1, which is uh, basically just... Um, Uh, Monsters, uh, a Monsters book uh, by Colin Bunn and Steve McNiven. Um, Then we have a bunch of kind of weird tie-ins, I guess, to this. Uh, Monsters Unleashed tie-ins. There's a Spider-Man Deadpool one by uh, a creative team I've never heard of. Uh, There's an Avengers one. um, And I think it's like they're numbered like 1.mu for Monsters Unleashed. Uh, There's a new book the Mighty Captain Marvel, because we gotta keep giving her adjectives, by Margaret Stoll and Roman Rosanas, as part of this, I guess, new era. Uh, we finally see the launch of US Avengers number one, by Al Ewing and Paco Medina. I'm excited to see what that's like. Um, I mean, it's, I think, basically taken the place of New Avengers, so it's, it's just kind of slotted into that spot. We got two issues coming out in January. Uh, with the Mighty Thor as it continues by Jason Aaron and Russell Doudeman. Thank goodness that continues. Uh, it should be interesting because it seems like we're really going to see things get ratcheted up. You got the Shiar involved. So that should be interesting. Uh, the 12th issue of Spider Man by Barmichael Bendis and Sarah Pacelli uh, as it is part of the uh, Miles and Gwen kind of crossover. So, Spider Man and Spider Gwen crossover. Um, it continues into Spider Gwen 16 because um, apparently they both find themselves in an Earth-65 adventure. Uh, then we have Unbeatable Squirrel Girl with new issue, uh, Daredevil by Sewell and Goran Suzuka, which continues the storyline the seventh day, which I don't believe has started it, um, oh no! No, sorry. The seventh day starts in issue 15, so we don't even know exactly what's going to be happening. Except for there's going to be a bounty on Daredevil's head, big enough to bring out every contract killer in New York City. Um, I've heard, I've seen this story. It was called Spider Hunt, and it was a Spider-Man story in the 90s. Uh, new shoot of Moon Knight, actually a new arc starting, called Death and Birth, by Jeff Lemire and Greg Smallwood. Uh, I love them as a creative team, so that should be very interesting. Uh, new shoot of Totally Awesome Hulk, by Greg Pak and Mahmoud Oswar, as it starts a new storyline called Big Apple Showdown. So a lot of beginnings in January. Uh, speaking of beginnings, we have The Unstoppable Wasp, by Jeremy Whiteley, or Whitley and Elsa Charitier. Uh, We've got the IVX, or Inhumans vs. X-Men crossover, issue 2 of 6, by Charles Sewell and Jeff Lemire, with our by Lionel Francis Yu. Interesting. I didn't even realize he was going to be the artist in the book. Um, I'm actually really interested in what comes after. The whole resurrection promos that have been coming out this past week definitely have me intrigued, and in the idea that they're bringing back, the, or at least calling two of the X-Titles X-Men Blue and X-Men Gold, uh, definitely... You're, you know, it's trying to capture a certain type of a nostalgia from people who really enjoyed those books in the early 90s and I did, so hopefully this will be a book for me. Uh, so there's two issues of IVX in January uh, there's Uncanny X-Men by Colin Bunn and Ken Lashley, which is a tie-in to Inhumans versus X-Men. Uh, we have Extraordinary X-Men also tying in by Lemire and Ivanez. Uh, Uncanny Humans also ties in. So does Deadpool and the Mercs for Money and all new X-Men um, and then we have a whole sort of IVX is its own crossover event that's happening in that subsection of the books, both Inhumans and X-Men. And then we have uh, books tying into the clone conspiracy, including Prowler with its fourth issue. I'm excited here because when was the last time we saw Julia Carpenter? Uh, So apparently she's going to be here. Um, I'm excited to see what happens there. We got the the Clone Conspiracy issue four, so the actual main events fourth issue. It says the darkest Spider Man story ev- ever gets even darker. Doctor Octopus and the Lizard both have both been on a tight leash, but th- decided it's time to stop playing nice. It's by Dan Slott and Jim Chung. I'm excited to read this. I'm also excited to read um, a new issue of Silk by Robbie Thompson and Irene. Strachowski I don't know the artist uh, apparently we're going to have Cindy Moon becoming I think Silkworm as a new identity which is in San Francisco I'm intrigued by this uh, Amazing Spider-Man 23 which is basically just uh, it could be called the Cone Conspiracy Backup Book is basically what it's become relegated to while Cone Conspiracy is actually running uh, this is by Dan Slott and Christos Gage writing it, and Giuseppe Cam- Coley continues to be the artist. Um, it's about Gwen Stacy being back in the land of the living and in League with the Jackal and why. Uh, we've got Deadpool the Duck. I guess it had to happen one of these days. Um, we had to get a weird variant like this uh, by Stuart Moore and Jacopo G- Camagni. Uh, Avengers 3.1, which continues the storyline, um, that Mark Wade and Barry Kitson are starting is uh, kind of a flashback story to when the Kookie Quartet first kind of took over for the Avengers. I'm really excited to read this. I love Barry Kitson's art. Him and Wade are a great team. Um, we got Avengers number three as Kang War 3 ends in a most unexpected manner. I thought it was called Kang War 1, or maybe that's just the first issue was Kang War 1. I'm not even sure what's happening here. It's by Mark Wade and Mike Del Mundo. It's going to look trippy and it's going to be written well. Captain America Sam Wilson continues with the Old new Falcon and Rage. That can't be a good idea, as even the solicitation copy um, makes clear. And there's actually two issues of Captain America and Sam Wilson with the 18th issue here uh, being illustrated by Daniel Acuna. We have the third issue of the Unworthy Thor, which is, I don't know if it was specifically stated as being a miniseries before, but now in the solicitation copy, it's clearly issue 3 of 5. And we have the Odinson and Beta Ray Bill... Um, with their request to take the hammer of the Ultimate Thor from the Collector. That should be interesting. Um, we have Ultimates, I guess, squared it's supposed to be, or cubed, or whatever. Ultimates 2, number 3, by Al Ewing and Travel Foreman. I'm um, excited to read this, because I have been enjoying the the uh, Ultimates book quite a lot. Uh, new issues of Great Lake Avengers. Haven't had a chance to read the first issue yet, but I'm hoping it's good. We have the Occupy Avengers by David F. Walker and Carlos Pacheco, which should definitely be interesting, because... I mean, you got Clint Barton and Red Wolf working together. That's intriguing. Uh, Infamous Iron Man, which actually just started this past week but haven't had a chance to read yet, uh, by Bendis and Malieve. And then also on Invincible Iron Man, you got Bendis and Stefano Caselli with Riri Williams as Ironheart uh, facing her first big Marvel villain. Uh, We got Uncanny Avengers by Dugan and Pepe LaRaz, as we got the Red Skull kind of messing with the Uncanny Avengers. We have uh, the Champions by Mark Wade and Humberto Ramos, which is really feels like kind of the more of the flagship book these days. Uh, new issue of Cap America, Steve Rogers by Nick Spencer and Jesus Says, as they do two issues with the Taskmaster returning in the uh, second issue published this month, which is issue number ten. Um, we have the Totally Awesome Hulk fourteen, which is guest starring basketball superstar Jeremy Lin. Uh, we got Spider Man twenty ninety nine, as we have. Um, he's not involved in any way with Clone Conspiracy, just kind of doing his own thing, um, going up against the fist, which is an offshoot of the hand. And you got to wonder what it takes to be an extremist offshoot of the hand, um, considering what they do. Uh, we have a uh, new issue of Carnage, a new issue of Amazing Spider-Man Renew Your Vows. Both of those books are by Jerry Conway. I'm um, really excited to, to read Renew Your Vows and to see artwork by Ryan Stegman on a Spider-Book again uh spider-man deadpool 13 by kelly and mcginnis um i mean this i'm sure this will be great because it's freaking joe kelly and Ed mcginnis doing spider-man and deadpool uh with the third issue of venom we're still not sure exactly what's going on here except for that there's supposed to be a new host um intrigued but a little cautious a uh, new issue of spider-woman by hopeless and fish with a deadly confrontation with the hobgoblin count me in um and then we what else we got here? We got Miss Marvel, Moon Girl and Level Dinosaur, Mosaic, Scarlet Witch, Um Squadron Supreme, uh Hulk, which is now with um she Hulk is now running the book. We'll see if how that's gonna work. The issue of Black Panther, there's a Black Panther World of Wakanda now as well, so it's Black Panther now has two books. Uh we've got the last issue of Cage by Jendi Tartakovsky, which has actually been really enjoyable. The fourth issue of Brian Michael Bendis's uh, Jessica Jones by him himself and Michael now uh, We have got the twelfth issue of Power Man and Iron Fist. I think i have just about caught up on this book. It's actually it's actually been it's actually quite an interesting book and there's a lot going on. Uh, great sensibility, very different. Uh, new issue of Patsy Walker of Doctor Strange. Uh, Doctor Strange and the Punisher: Magic Bullets uh, by Jorge Barber is uh, out. Uh, we got the fourth issue of Dr. Strange and the Sorcerer Supreme by Robbie Thompson and Javier Rodriguez. That's an amazing creative team. That's for sure. Um, i got the Fool Killer, Slapstick, Solo. So yes, apparently if you're in Deadpool and the Mercs for Money, you're going to get your own book. Uh, We've got the second issue of Nova, uh, which is Richard Ryder is back from the dead. Even better, he's back in his Nova helmet. So we're going to see what happens with him and Sam Alexander. I hope they do a good job on explaining everything. It's written by Jeff Loveness and Ramon Perez, with Ramon Perez doing the art. Uh, with the fourth issue, uh, sorry, ninth issue, I should say, of Thunderbolts. Um... Black Widow Continues by Mark Waid and Insomni. That book is fantastic. And we have Natasha and Bucky, which should be exciting to see as well. We have Ghost Rider number three, which I don't even remember this book getting announced. Um, Ninth issue, uh, Punisher by Clunan and Steve Dillon. Although I'm guessing that'll be changed because um, it was just announced, I think, today or yesterday that Steve Dillon has passed away, so... Uh, I wonder who the artist in the book is going to be. I mean, it's really tragic that he's passed away. He wasn't that old, but apparently he was, I guess a little bit sick. I don't know a lot about it, to be honest. I've never been a huge fan of Steve Dillon's art, but I can respect him as a storyteller and as a creator and as a person. And it's really tragic that, uh, he's gone too soon. And I know that a lot of fans and, uh, people in the industry who really appreciated his work and, and thought he was a great talent will definitely miss his presence. Uh, we have the 10th issue of Silver Surfer by Slot and Alred. Uh, uh, new of with Gwenpool, Hawkeye, Guardians of the Galaxy, Rocket Raccoon, Star Lord, Gamora. Man, everyone with the Guardians. Uh, who's a Guardian is basically getting a tie-in, or not a tie-in, a, a book, because why not? You know, they're all grounded. They're all kind of doing their own thing now, and so now that we have the uh, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two coming out this coming summer, we should have a lot of uh, Guardians books, and that makes sense that they're publishing more here. Thanos by Jeff Lemire and Mike Daddata Jr. Now, that sounds like a damn good book. That sounds like a good creative team for this. Um All New Wolverine is part of, uh, I guess, the Enemy of the State storyline. I think it's still happening in January. Um, got Old Man Logan by Jeff Lemire and Andrea Sorrentino. If Sorrentino ever leaves this book, they should just cancel it because no one's ever going to be able to match what Sorrentino has brought to Old Man Logan. Uh, the fourth issue of Deadpool, too soon. Um, new issues of Deadpool, actually... The 24th and 25th issues, and we finally see the climax of the Deadpool 2099 storyline that's been running throughout that book. Um, and then there's a bunch of um, uh, licensed stuff. And then we kind of run through and we find the Star Wars books. So there's Star Wars Dr. Afra. Uh, which is starting shortly. Um, we've got Star Wars Pro Dameron. I didn't even realize it wasn't ongoing. I'm not a huge fan, though. Uh, Star Wars hits its issue 27. Uh, and then we have some uh, collections. We have the new printing of The Daredevil by Brubaker and Lark Onibus Volume 2, The Unbeatable Squirrel Girl Volume 2 hardcover, Monsters Volume 1, The Mo- Marvel Monster Bus by Stanley, Larry Lieber, and Jack Kirby uh, with 872 pages of uh, monster goodness. Uh, which definitely sounds uh, like it'll be uh, enjoyable. Um, there's Now, this one I'm huge of, hugely excited for. is the It's the Amazing Spider-Man Omnibus Volume 3 hardcover collecting issues 68 to 104 by Stan Lee with Roy Thomas and on art John Rita Sr., Gil Kane, and John Buscema. This is going to be fantastic. Obviously, there's the new uh, Spider-Man movie coming out this coming summer, so it makes sense that they would be putting out a new Omnibus. Super pumped. Um, I have the first two. This is really exciting to me. Uh, We've got Marvel Masterworks, Doctor Strange, Volume 8. There's a bunch of Civil War uh, tie-in hardcovers, including Invincible Iron Man, Gardens of the Galaxy, etc. There's a new prose novel, Thanos' Death Sentence. Uh, There's Doctor Strange Blood in the Aether premiere hardcover, which is actually the third volume, sorry, the third trade paperback of this current Doctor Strange volume. We have more Civil War tie-ins. We have the Captain America Sorry, Captain Marvel Civil War trade paperback. The All New All Different Avengers Volume 3 Civil War trade paperback. Um, Civil War 2 Fallout. Uh, there's Deadpool and the Merch for Money Volume 1, which is called Mo Mercs, Mo Monkeys. Why not? Uh, All New X Men The Inevitable Volume 3 Hell Hath So Much Fury trade paperback. Uh, Extraordinary X Men and Uncanny X Men also getting their third trade paperbacks. We also have Daredevils Back in Black Volume 3 Dark Art trade paperback. There's the Marvel Sum Sum Takeover trade paperback. Uh, there's a Deadpool and the Secret Defenders trade paperback which apparently, Deadpool's in that book. I don't even remember that happening. Um, it collects Secret Defenders 15 to 25, so it does have 11 issues for $30. Bucks. Uh, it's 280 pages, but what's most interesting is if you look at the creative team, written by Tom Brevoort. Yeah, Tom Brevoort, usually the executive editor of Marvel Comics, but apparently he wrote a comic with Mike Kantarovich and it was our work by gerald Decare and bill wiley besides tom bravo i've heard of none of these people uh we've got deadpool back and black trade paperback collecting the miniseries we have a wolverine versus deadpool uh trade paperback as well which actually looks like it has a lot of content 336 pages uh collecting a lot of different stuff uh we've got wolverine prehistory so you can, might remember that there's a wolverine movie coming up uh, in march called logan so we got wolverine prehistory which collects everything before after his origin before or is it just after Weapon X it's after Weapon X and it has all his early encounters a lot of stuff there there's your color own Wolverine um which has another cover art by Joe Quesada we got the Wolverine Epic Collection volume number 12 Shadow of Apocalypse by Eric Larson Fabian Niciasa Joe Casey and Eric Stevenson with artwork by Matsuda Yu Miller Cruz, Nolan Garney, Platt and more that's 504 pages for 40 bucks. We got the Iron Man Epic Collection by Force of Arms, which is volume number two, um, collecting some of the earliest adventures with the Armored Avenger. We got the Dead uh, sorry, Daredevil Epic Collection volume three called Brother Take My Hand, collecting issues forty-two to sixty-three. We have Ghost Rider, Wolverine Punisher, Hearts of Darkness trade paperback, which is 112 pages by Harold Mackey, John Meter Jr., and Ron Garney. Uh, we have a Punisher and Bullseye, Deadliest Hits, trade paperback. We got the Electra Complete Collection from the 96 series by Peter Milligan, Larry Hama, and Mike D'Arrata Jr. We have a new printing of Spider-Man The Complete Clone Clone Saga Volume 2, which makes sense with Clone Conspiracy being out. We have the Cloak and Dagger Shadows and Light Trade Paperback collecting a lot of appearances by Cloak and Dagger, 432 pages for $34.99. We got the fifth complete collection of Punisher Max. Uh, Black Panther Doom War is collected in a big, big collection, because not only does it have Doom War, 1 to 6, it has Claws of the Panther 1 to 4, as well as Black Panther 7 to 12, so it's 408 pages. Um, they're collecting more of the Captain Marvel series with uh, Carol Danvers. This time it's called Earth's Mightiest Hero, Volume Three. I believe it collects for 2014 series from issues one to eleven. Definitely trying to keep a thorough line going with this character so that people who want to follow Carol's adventures have a clean um, and concise kind of way to go, so they don't have to get confused. Uh, we have got Runaways Volume Two, Teenage Wasteland. I'm interested in the fact that they're doing these smaller trades again. Not smaller in size, but smaller in terms of the amount of issues. Because they were doing complete collections, they've done you know big hardcovers, they've done all these things, and now they're going back to just you know six-issue collections, which just seems a little strange to me. I've uh, got New Avengers by Brian Michael Bendis Complete Collection, Volume 2, uh, collecting a lot of material. New Avengers 11 to 25, and a bunch of one-shots as well. We've got the Star Wars Legends Epic Collection called The Empire, Volume 3. Uh, we also have Star Star Wars Legends Epic Collection The Newspaper Strips Volume 1 and then we got a a digest which is the Marvel Universe Gardens of the Galaxy Volume 4 which is from the TV series I believe it's from the TV series yeah Uh, and that is uh, basically everything from the big two coming out in January obviously there are a, a lot of other companies that have comics coming out in January as well um But uh, I I don't read enough of the other comics that aren't from the big two that I don't know if it would really be fair of me to go through and give first impressions on them. Whereas most of the Marvel and DC stuff I'm trying to keep abreast of and either either read or have a fairly good uh, idea of what's going on there. Anyways, thank you for joining me for this episode. This has been episode 418. Uh, You can email us at comicshenanigans at gmail.com, like the show on Facebook, rate and review us on iTunes, subscribe to us on iTunes, and you can also listen to us on Stitcher. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.